Evening. Evening. Glad to see everybody tonight. You should have seen the look on Lance's face when he said six verses. He was like, <laughs> they were just saying they were short though. I'm just kidding. Had to give Lance a hard time. Turn to John chapter four. Good to have everybody here tonight. Glad that you're out. Uh, I've been thinking about reading through John, uh, the book of John, and and uh, chapter four. Some interesting things uh, that are that are revealed to us. Um, the most, I guess, famous passage uh, is about the woman at the well, but we're not going to talk about her tonight. Um, we're going to go on a little bit further. Uh, in, in verse 46, I want to read 46 through 54. So he, speaking of Jesus, so he came again to Cana in Galilee where he had made the water to wine. And at Capernaum there, he, there was an official whose son was ill. When this man had heard that Jesus had come to Judea to Galilee, from Judea to Galilee, he went to him and asked him to come down and to heal his son, for he was at the point of death. So, this somebody's some kind of official capacity, and he's got a son that's in a bad way. And he's either heard or maybe he's seen Jesus, kind of knows what he's about, what he's capable of. And he asked Jesus to come and heal his son. And, and it's always been interesting to me the next, what Jesus' reply to him is in verse 48. Jesus said to him, unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. Because I always thought, what kind of answer is that, right? He's just asking you to come heal his kid, right? And Jesus said, well, unless you see a sign. Well, continue on verse 49. He says, the official said to him, sir, come down with me before my child dies. And Jesus said, go, your son will live. And the man believed the word of Jesus, spoke to him, and went on his way. And as he was going down, his servants met him and told him that his son was recovering. So he asked them the hour when he began to get better. And they said to him, yesterday at the seventh hour, the fever left him. And the father knew that that was the hour when Jesus had said to him, your son will live. And he, asked, and he himself believed in all his household. This was now the second sign that Jesus did when he had come from Judea to Galilee. So he had been in, in Canaan before. Remember the wedding where he turned the water to wine? So they were, they were aware of Jesus. But it's always been very interesting to me, this kind of communication between this man. And, and, and being an official, he probably had a little bit more insight to Jesus than maybe just a common man. Um... But it's always been interesting as to what Jesus' response was to him. And I think it really does bear saying or looking into even more is that sometimes I think his vision was, not, was more on the miracle than the miracle worker. I think he, they had seen signs of what Jesus did and they were wowed. And they, they saw this power. But yet they still had trouble believing, right? How many times have you sat in a class and somebody said, man, if I'd have been at the Red Sea, I never would have questioned anything ever again. Right? And I can't believe those people did it, right? Well, I don't think we're that much different than those people. 
And I think we need to realize that sometimes we focus on the miracle and not the miracle worker. Sometimes we don't see Jesus as the one who heals. We just see this miracle that healed my son. And so he didn't believe in Jesus. He believed in the miracle. Sometimes I think we have to be very careful to get so wrapped up in all the things that we have in our lives that we don't see the miracle worker in our lives. We see all these things that we're doing, and it may be good things. We may be a lot of works that we're doing for God. But if we don't keep our eye on the miracle worker, if we don't keep our eye on Jesus, He's the one that brings the healing. He's the one that brings salvation. And that's one of the things, that, that just the little thing that I thought about as I was reading through John, was Jesus' interaction with people. And I've always found it interesting that, you know, the, the ideas that he talked about, why don't, you know, you're not going to believe unless you see a sign. And even if they saw another sign, they said, do another one. Well, isn't one enough? Well, it's almost like that with, with human beings. We, we want to see something. Well, I know you did that. I know you healed that guy, but can you put his arm back on? Can you put his ear back on? Instead of believing in Jesus, that we can do anything. Even today. You know, we have people say, well, the miraculous gifts don't happen today, and we understand that. But you know what? I'm not going to say God can't do whatever he wants to do today, right? I'm not going to hem him in. He can do whatever he wants. He doesn't need my permission. But in my life, I need to understand and I need to keep focus on the miracle worker, Jesus. Not necessarily all the things that are around us because he's the one that brings us. He's the one that died for us. He's the one that's beside us. He's the one that heals us. He's the one that picks us back up, right? So let's just remember that. That's all we thought I had tonight. Keep our eye on the miracle worker. Keep our eye on Jesus. If you haven't met the Jesus, met that miracle worker, be glad to introduce you to him. He can do powerful things. He can bring you uh, the peace that we, we sang about a minute ago. Um, Tiani's smiling real big because she's, she's experiencing that this week, right? If you're not a Christian, if you're not a follower of God, change that. Because there's so much that the miracle worker can do for you. And, or if you have any other uh, response that you need to come forward and pray with us, we can pray for you. Uh, let's do that at this time. Let's stand and sing.